0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, August 6th. Today on the show, IndyCar visits Nashville in the Music City Grand Prix for the first time. We are joined by Mike Wilson of the Knoxville News Sentinel to give us a breakdown of Vols Camp so far. But we begin with a historic weekend for the great Peyton Manning. Let's say hypothetically I ask all of you Nashvillians about your biggest concerns about home renovations, buying a new home, a custom build, a remodel, all that stuff. And I guarantee you the answer that would come back the most is lack of trust. I don't know if I can trust these folks to do the job that I want, to make my home into the living space that I want it to be. And my friends over at the Kingston Group know that that is the biggest issue in their industry. And it is why they have built their business model the way they have to remove that apprehension and create trustworthiness in their process that has been successful for over a decade in Nashville. They will take your vision from soup to nuts with a budget on the front end and a process that you can trust. Go look at their website buildkg.com and remember the name the Kingston Group. When you are making a big decision about your home the Kingston Group needs to be your first call. The Titans did not practice on Thursday, so no camp notes today. They will be back on the practice field on Friday and Saturday at 9.30 before getting their customary off day on Sunday. This was the last week of work before things start to look a little bit more like a game week. The Titans, of course, next week will practice Monday through Wednesday before traveling to Atlanta for their first preseason game with the Falcons on Friday the 13th. You know that football season is getting closer when Hall of Fame weekend rolls around. And this one is not only a huge celebration of two years' worth of inductees, including a massive 15-person centennial class from 2020, but also the most popular Tennessee volunteer and maybe the most popular football player in the state of Tennessee of all time is going into the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning heads up the 2021 class that includes Charles Woodson, of course, Calvin Johnson, John Lynch, Drew Pearson, Alan Fanica, Tom Flores, and Bill Nunn. Since the early 90s, when Peyton Manning decided as a teenager to come to Knoxville, this was the only logical conclusion of his football playing career. A first ballot Hall of Fame induction speech in Canton. One that I cannot wait for personally, because I am sure it will be nothing short of spectacular. Entertaining, emotional, heartfelt, and probably very funny. The bar is always high for Peyton, but he's done nothing but clear those high bars his entire career and I expect him to deliver one last time this weekend. Well, at least until we get to start watching him on Monday nights, apparently. The Centennial Group from 2020 will be inducted on Saturday, beginning at 5.30 p.m., and the 2021 class, which includes, of course, Manning and Woodson, will begin on Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Central Time. I guess I would expect Manning's speech to be pretty late in the night, so you should have plenty of time to watch the race and the soccer match. Speaking of volunteer quarterbacks, the four-man competition we've talked all summer long about is finally here, and all four guys are taking reps and throwing footballs in Knoxville. And get this, the media is actually allowed to watch, and the world has not yet imploded upon itself. It is a mystery of modern science, actually, that is probably confusing Jeremy Pruitt as we speak. So let's bring in Mike Wilson of the Knoxville News Sentinel, who was actually able to watch Football practice in Knoxville the last few days to discuss how the quarterbacks have looked and what camp has been like on Rocky Top so far in the first week.
1: That's the first difference. I mean, we haven't seen a a practice or anything like this since spring 2020, and I think that was just one day uh, before that shutdown. I wasn't there. I was at the SEC basketball tournament, so I haven't seen a practice since the the 2019 season under Jeremy Pruitt. Um, But one thing I, I said to someone else in the media today was, "It seems like there's a different." Different attitude, different positivity, a lot more energy, just felt a little bit different um, in terms of the, the way that players are, are around each other um, and are approaching everything. And who knows if that translates to wins and losses, but it at least seems like the team likes each other, which is always a good place to start.
0: Well, I can't talk to anyone covering Tennessee and not at least ask about the quarterbacks. You did get to look at them a little bit over the course of the last couple of days. How, how should we talk about this quarterback battle right now?
1: I think we talk about it being completely wide open uh, right now. You know, the first day, it was Joe Milton and Hendon Hooker. I believe getting the first two reps, today it was flipped. So things are going back and forth um, in terms of who's getting the reps first. But yeah, I think it's hard to tell at this point. But we've certainly seen Joe Milton has a big arm. Um, you can see that. You can feel that. I mean, just the way that, that ball comes out of his hand uh, is a little bit different. Hendon Hooker probably is that is that next guy you talk about as a transfer coming in. And just seems like a balanced kind of attack. But, I mean, Maurer and Bailey have been here. They chose to stay here, and and they certainly bring their strengths. So I think we got a while to go, though, before we really know what's going to happen there.
0: Biggest concerns for this roster that you want to see answered or figured out or probably not solved, but worked through before we get to Bowling Green?
1: Uh, How does Tennessee pressure the quarterback uh, is something I'm very interested in. And, And that goes to linebackers. That's talking about the defensive line. Um, because that group, specifically the defensive line, struggled a lot last year to pressure the quarterback. So how does Tennessee do that this year? Um, its inside linebacker position is certainly a question mark, but I'm just interested for that front seven, how they get after the quarterback, how they make things happen, because uh, that, that unit was not good last year. And then they obviously lost their two guys in the middle who I, I didn't think were excellent last year either. Um, so a lot, lot of question marks to me in that front seven, despite the fact there's a lot of returners.
0: Reasonable expectations, six and six, seven and five, five and seven.
1: I mean, I think anytime you have a first year head coach, you want to make a bowl game. I mean, that's, that's something you always want to do. Um, I think there's a couple of swing games early in the year that will kind of dictate that. I think Pitt is one of those. Uh, Pat Narduzzi has good defenses. That's, that's a sneaky equalizer there um, for that team and they seem to compete well. Um, But yeah, I, I think, Six and six is something this team could achieve, but you certainly have to have the things go the right way, and that includes winning a game like Pitt. Uh, you probably have to steal one somewhere in the SEC from a team that is expected to be better than you, maybe a Mizzou or a Kentucky, but it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I think to me that baseline is always reached a bowl as a first-year head coach.
0: Special thanks to Mike Wilson of the Knoxville News Sentinel. Of course, I have said it now for about a week and a half. I think Harrison Bailey and his accuracy – are the best asset that Josh Heupel is looking for in this offense. I expect Bailey to win the job. The question is, can Joe Milton or Hendon Hooker deliver something else to this offense, whether it's mobility, physicality, moving around in the pocket? Because of their athleticism, do they bring something different to the table that challenges Harrison Bailey's accuracy? If I had to guess and bet, I would say it's QB1 Harrison Bailey, QB2 Hendon Hooker, QB3 Joe Milton— Special thanks to Mike Wilson for giving us a few minutes of his time. Aside from all the ugly crying we're all going to do over Peyton Manning, Sunday is going to be a busy time for Nashville sports fans. Nashville SC will put its nine-game unbeaten streak on the line when they visit Inter-Miami on Sunday evening at 5 p.m. The club has yet to win a game on the road, but has only lost one time in six road tries. Pulling draws with the top team in the table is one thing. New England on Wednesday, for example. But Miami is the worst stinking team in the league, and if there ever was a time to call for three points on the road, it will be this Sunday. The lineup that Gary Smith deploys, the shape, the form, the personnel, will all be very interesting to track after he gave a bunch of his guys time off on Wednesday and still managed to take a point from the top team in the Eastern Conference. The Music City Grand Prix is an all-weekend-long event that will culminate with the race on Sunday evening. It's tentatively scheduled to start at 4.40 p.m., but you know how these big events can unfold. And I promise I had nothing to do with the start time, but I do approve. 4.40 is a wonderful number. There will be practice on Friday that you will probably be able to hear in Germantown, Sylvan Park, East Nashville. Qualifying on Saturday afternoon will be equally as noisy. And, of course, the main event coming up late Sunday afternoon. Obviously, there'll be a bunch of music played on all those stages set up down there by Nissan Stadium. Acts like Brooks and Dunn, Jamie Johnson, Tim Duggar, John Party, and DJ Hish. A temporary beach has been set up on the banks of the Cumberland, assuming that no swimming is allowed. Good God, that's disgusting. Family zones all over the place, general admission inside and outside of the track, and of course 19 video boards scattered throughout the entire premises so that you can take in the 80 lap 2.17 mile course in all of its mixed surface glory, all with the backdrop of the Nashville skyline setting the scene for TV viewers across the world. America's top open wheel circuit is here for the first time and how we deliver on Nashville's normally awesome promise of a great party will go a long way in cementing this event in our summer calendars. So go to the race, watch the race, volunteer at the race, all of the above. Because if you've never seen a human being strapped to a rocket ship going 200 miles an hour, inches from another human being strapped to his own rocket ship, then you haven't lived. And it's all happening this weekend in our city. We've got a couple of quick Predators notes as well. The arbitration hearing for UC Soros has been set for August 18th. As a reminder, teams can still negotiate with players all the way up until that hearing is finished. On the Dante Fabro front, another arbitration-eligible player, the Nashville Predators signed their defenseman to a two-year, $4.8 million contract on Thursday. That's $2.4 million AAV, or every single year. Of course, Ellie Tolvanen still left unsigned. Maybe because they're working on a longer-term deal with the talented forward. Make sure you listen to the Gold Standard Podcast every single week covering your Nashville Predators. Please rate, review, and subscribe. The 440 is brought to you every single day by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. They're an award-winning group that's been doing work in this market for over a decade for a reason. They are trustworthy. Go to the website, buildkg.com, give them a call, talk with them about your home, and let them create something that you not only love, but that will make you money as well. Buildkg.com is the website. That's the Kingston Group. Thank you guys all for listening. Of course, my name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Go to the TheNashvilleScene.com and vote in the best of. Vote for this podcast. Vote for any podcast on the 440 Sports Network. Vote for the 440 Sports Network. Vote for me. I don't care. Vote for something. We appreciate it. Enjoy the race weekend. Enjoy the soccer. Enjoy Peyton Manning's speech. Kick your heels up. Have a cocktail. Have a great weekend, everybody. This has been the 440 for Friday, August 6th.